Hi, this is Anne-Marie Fox and you're listening to my podcast On Your Terms, where I talk to people from all walks of life who have made amazing changes in their careers to live life on their own terms. I'll be giving away loads of career advice, including self-branding, interviews, CV tips along the way. If you enjoy listening to these amazing stories, please subscribe for free to my podcast. Hello and welcome back to my podcast on your terms. Today I'm so delighted to be speaking with an amazing lady, Una Hall. Hi Una, how are you? Hi Emery, how are things? Great. Um, Una's made some amazing changes in her career and life over the last number of years and I'm really excited to talk to her a little bit more about her journey. Um, Firstly, Una, could you maybe introduce, let me know who Una Hall is and a little bit about Bricks for Kids, your business that that you set up? Okay, well, thanks, Avery, for the invitation, first of all. I was delighted to be asked, uh, surprised to be asked, um, but nice all the same. So I, um, I live in Anadown. I've uh, my husband, Ger, and two small kids, well, small, five and seven, and I am the owner of Bricks for Kids in Galway. So Bricks for Kids is essentially a, a children's educational activities and program that we use through the use of Lego. Wow. Um, so the I like the real the underpinning concept I suppose of bricks for kids is that we teach the concepts of STEM. So it's all about the science, technology, engineering, and maths field um, to children from the age of five up, really. And it's really um, I suppose it's about enforcing the age-appropriate STEM concepts in a wow. fun and engaging way. So that's Fantastic. yeah, that's what bricks for kids is all about. Um, I love the concept of it. Uh, I love meeting the parents, meeting the kids, having a bit of fun and seeing them grow throughout the time that they're with us. So it's really about just engaging the children as much as possible and developing their skills, their problem solving skills, building their self-confidence, being creative. You know, it's all about uh, the child at the end of the day, and I suppose, um, you know, building on their imagination and, you know, watching them learn how things are moving and how things work and you know getting that appreciation that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so I love it I, I love the concept of it when I first came across it I just went this is it this is for me this is what wow. I'm going to do yeah. um, and, and did you have kids at that stage Una or was it so yeah was that a catalyst? I, that was a catalyst I suppose there was a number of factors I suppose my kids were very young um I was working uh, long hours in an industry where my kids were two and what age would he have been? Two and four at the time. And it just, life wasn't working for me. It just wasn't happening. Um, You know, the kids were very young. I was working long hours. I would be gone. So I suppose going back where I was in my career, I before I before I found Bricks for Kids, before I purchased Bricks for Kids, I was an accountant, um, a chartered accountant. I was working in industry, in the pharmaceutical industry. And okay. like most, you know, you're working long hours, long days. Yeah. Um, and when the kids came along, before that, I loved it. I loved the, the vibrancy. I loved the challenge of it. When kids come along, for me, it changed, um, you know, leaving at seven in the morning and not back until eight exactly. or nine at night. It wasn't, mm. it wasn't feasible. I wasn't able to appreciate life, I think, 
you know, uh, I wasn't able to appreciate my kids. It was always that rat race where you were running around from A to B and then trying to catch up on yourselves on the days that you had off. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I suppose looking forward into my life, I knew that for me, it wasn't going to be, um, feasible, you know, and I spent probably the guts of a year, um, in my company, um, looking for, um, a different solution like job sharing or working from home. Okay. And I suppose going back now, you're talking about three, three years or so, maybe four years. Um, it wasn't, uh, the company wasn't as flexible, I suppose, as they are now. I think things yeah. are starting to change a little bit. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't, um, it wasn't easy. You know, I spent probably a year looking for job sharing. And then when I finally got it, I suppose it no longer suited me either, you know, okay. uh, the structure of it. Yeah. So things started to kind of just develop as I went on um, with the kids growing a little bit older. And when Liam started in school uh, at five, I just said, that's it. I have, I have to do something about this. I was then over 10 years with the same company and I couldn't visualize myself being there for much longer. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I think it was a number of factors. It was um, not being happy with the commuting and with the, you know, with the current uh, structure and um, not seeing the kids, wanting to be there at home a little bit more for the kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think that was the major thing. And, you know, it's when the kids were young, it was hard. But I think when the kids start school, it's even harder, you know. I know, um, yeah. You know, from that, uh, from that aspect. So we... Yeah, so there was a number of factors. Uh, the work life was definitely the, the major one. And when I started to look around to see what else I could do, um, you know, I thought about working for myself a little bit and doing accountancy, yeah. working for myself and looking at my tax exams. And then it suddenly just occurred to me, you know what, I don't even enjoy what I'm doing anymore. Um, wow, okay. You know, and it was very much full stop. I'm done here. Move away totally from accountants. Move away, move away totally from accountants. I was lacking, um, I suppose, um, the personal touch. Maybe you know that I wasn't seeing as many people. I was, you know, I was in my office. I was working away um, on my own projects. Um, you know, as part of a team. But then, you know, even when you're part of a team, it's very much one-dimensional. You you have your own tasks. You get them yeah. done, and you're ticking your box, and you're out the door again. Uh, running home to your to your life and um, so it just yeah it very much was a case of no I've lost wow. the love of what I'm doing and yeah. can I ask you Una you know looking back you know say when you were in national school and you were very young did you ever think you'd have your own business like what did you dream of being when you were young oh, yeah you know, funny enough, it wasn't really until I started to tell friends and family that I was going to, um, I was going to, I was looking at this business and I was going to buy this business, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I kept it very close to myself for a little while. I didn't tell that many people. It wasn't until I had um, actually won the franchise because you, you did have to actually uh, fight. The, the franchise was very protective of who they let in. Okay. Um, to buy it you know you had to uh, really put yourself forward and they had to make sure that you were the right fit for the business oh, right. so it wasn't okay. until I had one um 
the franchise. I say one. It wasn't until I had purchased it that I started to tell friends and family. And, you know, the funny thing was that uh, nobody was surprised. Like my friends from college, uh, okay. they were all like, well, this is what you were always going to do. You're always going to run your own business. But it was the kind of a bit of, it was a bit of a shock for me because I thought, I, ne I never thought I That's would. very interesting. They could see it in you and you hadn't thought yeah. it yourself. And even looking back now, when I think about it a little bit more, I suppose my parents had their own business. I was always very interested in the business side of things. Well, um, yes. You know, I wasn't the I wasn't the hairdresser. I wasn't the the little girl at the teacher sitting down yeah. with her classroom in front of her. You know, that wasn't what I was when I you know when I was looking back at my childhood. I was very much. I, I even have an early recollection. Uh, um, recollection of my mother sitting down and showing me debits and credits and you know wow. working out the working out the accounts and it was only earlier that I really thought back to that time and thought yeah I suppose I was very much um, a product of my environment you know my parents were self I love that. that's brilliant yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah and it's actually only when you look back in hindsight that you kind of put the pieces together yeah and you start to think about it mm. um, I jumped headfirst into this business without actually giving it a thought. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, and I think that was the big thing that surprised me. I wasn't looking for my own business. I wasn't looking to start my own business or necessarily be self-employed. Yeah. But I came across this and that was it. I. So you, you know, had initially decided you just wanted a change from your day job your accountant job but you hadn't decided straight off that it was going to be something like what you're doing now no no and what was it about bricks for kids that i know you mentioned at the beginning you like you yeah. know the whole stem side of it and all of that but as regards the business side of it what was it that appealed to you there was it working from home you know what what made you make the final decision i suppose it was a number of factors actually looking back at that as well there was First of all, I suppose I was I was googling, so I was looking around to see what I could do, what I could possibly do. And right. um, Liam was five at the time, and I was also looking for an activity for him that was more hands on. He was struggling a little bit in school, and um, and I remember going to his first parent teacher meeting where she just said, like, he just you know, it doesn't have the interest, he doesn't have um, the attention span, and I came away a little bit going. Of oh, course. Yeah, well, you're right. that's the educational system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not my child. So, I, you know, I meet, I, not immediately, but I did start looking around at something that could just tick, tick an interest box for him. He was a bit on the young side for the sports and stuff like that. So, and okay. he had a love of Lego. There was Lego all over our house. Um, and he was, he was good at it. So I, I was just Googling and I came across this and it popped. I was looking for local classes. And it popped up that the franchise was um, for sale for the Galway, for the Galway region, okay. for Galway City and Council. And there was a number. And Amory, for the first time ever in my life, I didn't overthink anything. I picked up the phone and I rang the number <sighs> and inquired oh. about the franchise. So, we, and we had a massive conversation. It was a, a Peter Clark, uh, still work well with him today. And he walked me through the whole concept of the business. Um, the support that was behind it because of the franchise um, set up. And, and from there, it just took off. 
I oh, actually remember wow. because I was in work and I actually remember coming home and I had an hour of a commute, a little over an hour of a commute. I had the whole thing worked out in my head on the way home in the car that evening. I came home and told my husband, Jared, and he just went, okay. Wow. That was oh, it. Oh my just goodness. Like, okay. If this is what you want to do. And was there a fear factor for you there at all? Or had you think you'd just overcome it straight away? Or Oh, a huge fear. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, the funny thing about it is that you kind of, you have, you always have this self-doubt, don't you, about what course, you're doing. Of yeah, course, yeah. And you push it to one side and you just go, if this is meant for me, I, I'm a real believer that like, if it's meant for you, it won't pass you by. You know, that if, okay. I, if yeah. I get it, if I win it, and if they see what I see, the love of this business, then they'll, they'll award it to me. They'll say, yeah, you're a right fit for this. So, um, you know, I was a real believer in that. And I just, you know, pushed it to one side. I talked about it with my family. Um, I went with my sister actually down to visit the other franchise. So the franchise was already set up in four of the counties at the time. Okay. So I spoke a good bit to, to those um, yep. and I went down to visit the one in Wexford um, with my sister and she came out and went, this is a win-win. You know, she was just blown away by the concept of it as well. And not just the concept of the business itself, but also of the support. Okay, you yeah, know, you weren't going that, in on your own and starting from scratch. You had the, the, yeah. the support, which and for a lot that of was people the big thing. is good. You know, I suppose for people that are in a situation and want to move out of, you know, maybe become yeah. self-employed, that option is quite a sort of more safe for some people. Definitely safe option. I didn't feel like I was doing anything on my own. I That's really brilliant. genuinely yeah. didn't. Yeah. I felt like I could pick up the phone and... And to this day, like I'm in contact with all of the other franchisees, there's now 12, it went from four counties to 12, I think we are currently in, in Ireland. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's growing rapidly, which means that you have a real support network around. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. which is probably the same, Amory, if you think about it from, you know, a hairdresser point of view or, you know, anybody setting up business in their sector, they're going yeah. to have that support ne network around them as well. And I think that's the biggest the, the biggest security blanket you can have that you can pick up the phone at any point in time and you can talk to somebody else who's going through yeah what you're and, going and through to have that yeah and yeah. to have that yeah so you know that was you know that was the biggest thing for me that I didn't ever feel like um I was being brave or um daring by setting up the business I just That's felt great. like yeah you have the support you know and like you can overcome any challenge challenge once you have the support around you absolutely and from yeah. the moment you made that original call um to inquire about the franchise to leaving your job of 10 years like what how many what what was the timeline for that so the call i made that at the beginning of december um i was job sharing at the time okay so that afforded me the time to kind of concentrate on the business plan and um, brilliant it was February, by the time I had gone down a number of times, met with um, the master franchisees, as he's known in Ireland, um, and, the, and then awarded the business in middle of February. Fantastic. So it was very, very quick, like from yeah. not ever knowing anything about Bricks for Kids uh, in December of 2017 to then owning the franchise for Galway in February 2018 and um, 
And then I kind of I still kept it to myself. I was still working away on the side because obviously with any business, you have quite a, a number of weeks and months just building on the structure of it yeah, and of setting course. it up yeah. um, and just the slowly marketing and building away to your first event. So it wasn't until um, the June of that year uh, that I actually left wow, my, okay. my company and said, that's it. I'm off. Still very uh, I, fast. Still very fast. Yeah. 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 Six months. Yeah. Within six months I was gone. Um, but I also was working part-time. So I had the time to, to do, do, uh, to, yeah, to do, yeah. to do both, but it became so busy then, um, kind of May that I said, I felt that I couldn't do both anymore. I was stretching my, had you originally thin. planned maybe to do both? early and more as a security uh financially than anything. of course yeah you yeah. know um so the when i entered this business so we have a number of um revenue streams but the main ones that we would have would be the um camps so the seasonal camps the children's camps oh, so easter yes. summer yes. so i would have set up my first camps in the april and i would have taken the easter weeks off from work um okay. and worked those and then May just became very busy trying to just organize your camps for the summer. Um, okay. So at that stage, it just wasn't, it wasn't feasible. I probably, in my own head, I probably thought I would give it till June. So yeah. I, I, you know, I figured it out as I went along um, without giving myself any real hard and fast rules about it. I went yeah. with the flow. <laughs> That's perfect. And I know I loved yeah. what you said earlier is like, you just picked up the phone and you rang and you know, the self doubt and all that, you just put it to the side of your head and went with it. Um, Like, is there any sort of looking back, is there any changes you'd have made? Would you have done anything differently or do you think this was the path meant for you? I don't know that I would make any changes. I think if I overthought it, yeah, I would have been scared off. Mm. away from it you know I think I'm not spontaneous by nature to be honest with you so for me to do that to pick up the phone there and then and just make the phone call and you know and have that phone call and on the way home just have the whole lot planned out in my head it just wasn't in my nature it just wasn't in my nature whatsoever and and I just I have to say I just really fell in love with it I just went this is and it just it just ticked every box for me because I had the support structure from the franchise. I could work from home. I didn't have to set up a premises. I could, you know, you're you're hiring venues around the place. So it's all about connecting with people and you yeah. know, connecting with the venues, connecting with parents, the children. And for me, that just ticked every box that my current job was missing. It was not that I I disliked the business or disliked the accountancy I still liked that area I still like the structure yeah. and the the logic that gives me and uh, the organization that gives me but I was just missing the personal element yeah I think. and I suppose um, you mentioned about you know years ago your mother showing you you know the debit and credit and all of that mm-hmm. and so yeah. you went down the accountancy route so that's still your background but your love was the business yeah I suppose you're right Really? Yeah. My love was the business. I mean, 
And I don't know, I think any self-employed person would say that's a hard thing because I think, you know, you work twice as hard. Anybody who's self-employed, there's no nine to five. You are, you never have downtime as such. You're always working. Yeah. You know, you're always thinking about the next, the next step or the next move or, you know, that long list that's in your head that you just say, I must get to that today. Yeah. You know, there's always so much more to be done. Whereas um, when you're employed, it's much more structured. You know, yeah. you're, you can take your holidays out. and, you know, you can take yeah. your holidays. Somebody <laughs> else is taking care yeah. of everything else. Whereas um, business is a funny one. Um but it gives you so much more back, doesn't it? Like Oh no, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're everything that you are doing, you're doing it for yourself and for the business. Yeah. You know, that there's a takeaway at the end of it, you know, that there's always that uh next step that you're going to take and grow your business, you know, it's all yeah. about and um, when you say grow your business, like, do you have goals going forward now? Or, you know, are you as somebody that writes down your goals every year? Um, wh- what are the plans no. for Bricks for Kids? No, okay. No, I don't. <laughs> it's just a failure. Um, no, I, like, I suppose, yeah, no, I definitely have goals. I definitely have plans. Like, I like the fact that, well, now, given what we've just been through with the pandemic, yeah. like, it was a godsend for me that I didn't have a premises, I didn't have the rent. Um, the franchise were very supportive, you know, um, obviously, there's royalties with the franchise, and all of that was stopped during the pandemic. So they were usually supportive, and, Super. you know, there was, no, there was no pressure or anything like that. But it also came at a really, really awkward time. I suppose I'd built on two years of the business, and this year things were just taking off like it was um, just getting to a very easy stage where, you know, you had less um, the part of the business that you had grown over the last two years was almost running itself that you didn't have as much marketing to do. You didn't have as many contacts to make that people were coming to you for the events. So that, and that just stopped, it stopped for everybody. Yeah, of course. Not to say that it won't come back again, but it'll just be a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, So the plans that we did have in place, I suppose are now going to take a little bit of a back step again to, you know, uh, until things, until things move forward again and we see where we are in six months or a year yeah um but there's always yeah there's always different ways to grow to grow the business and to expand um I'm probably my only one of my biggest downfalls I would say not my only is that I am a bit of a control freak I have to do everything myself okay um you know and when you're trying to grow a business I suppose that's where you you stunt its growth if you're trying to do everything on your own, you know, so you do it's, need it's to. It's brilliant. You know that. I think that, you know, having been able to yeah. see it yourself rather than someone point that out to you is probably half the battle because you know yeah. that you're a control freak as you call yourself. But, oh yeah, you know, um, once I think you know that and you realize that, you know, this is holding you back, you'll probably open up a bit more and maybe is it to bring more people into the business and, and help with it that you're finding hard or? Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the it's the known factors of self-employed, and when you're hiring staff, it's all of that side of it. That you know, you want your best foot forward all the time. You know, yeah. you want to be there to greet every parent, to engage with every child, and for them to walk away and say, "Well, 
that tutor or Una made the difference, you know? So uh, from that aspect, yeah, you're definitely, um, I'm definitely more, uh, I find it hard to let go a little bit. And that, yeah, yeah, that would stunt any business, you know? Yeah. Any business owner has to be at the front and fore all the time. And, you know, customers want to see that person there. You know, yeah, the and your name there. is on that. Your name is over the business. It's, it, it is, yeah. as you said, Una is the, the name behind it. And, yeah. you know, so that's sort of like a trust thing where once you get your team together and you know they're, they're the team for you, um, yeah. that obviously you'll, you'll be happy with that. And I think the fact that you know it, though, is, is fantastic that you, you're aware of that you know yeah you have to be aware of your weaknesses as well as your strengths I think yeah yeah and um, what about speaking of strengths and that have you ever sort of read any books that you would advise or are you you know is that something you'd look at or have you anyone that inspires you no I don't I'm not a big book reader. well firstly I don't have the time to read any books I'm not a huge uh, I like uh I do kind of every now and again pick up a self-help book, but it's more to do with um, how to raise my children than um, how right. to build on a business. Yeah. <laughs> That's the That's area I struggle important. with. <laughs> That's the yeah. area I struggle with. But in terms of books, no, I'm not a big reader of, um, of books. It's more of an escapism for me, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I, the, the, looking for inspiration, like it's the people who believe in you really at the end of the day, isn't it? Um, like the biggest the biggest one for me was when I came home to tell my husband without even really um, discussing it with him. I told him my plans for the future and he just went, okay. I know like, when there you was said no, that earlier, I thought that was so fantastic to yeah, have that support. You know, I mean, and you're, you're bringing in a, you know, a substantial uh, wage into the household and, you know, it, there was no question whatsoever of, well, you know, what are we going to do financially? Or, you know, what if this doesn't work? It just never came into the conversation. He said, if this is what you want to do, go ahead and do it. So for me, the people who believe in you inspire you really, and you don't want to let them down. I think, you know, that's love, Yeah, that's so brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah the people the who believe in you inspire me. you. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, you know, parents, your family, your friends, like none of them ever doubt it for seconds that you would make a success of it and I think that's the the key to being inspired for me I think the biggest thing if I was to say to somebody like you know where would you get your inspiration or if somebody was thinking about setting up their own business I think try not to read too many books they can overly complicate things yeah I think speak to people you know pick up the phone and speak to somebody in a business or speak to somebody who's self-employed and let them tell you what the pitfalls are and if you think you can overcome those pitfalls then go for it you know that's um, it it will be a struggle always I think but yeah you know you're gonna get a your quality of life is going to improve you know when you have more time at home when yeah. you're able to, well, for me, you know, it was more about the, the quality of life that you were going to have yeah. versus yeah. the financial gain. Yeah. 
And that is very, very important. And, you know, I mean, I I did want to ask you, and you've kind of covered a bit of it there, is like, what advice would you give listeners? So, you know, you're saying definitely, rather than put all your time reading books and putting stuff off, to actually go out and talk to people in self-employed situations and all of that. Like, would there be anything else when you were setting up that you felt would have been important to know or anything you found out along the way that would be good to tell the listeners to look out for? I suppose the only thing that I would change, I would slow it down slightly. Okay. So I would, you know, um, in terms of, you know, setting up your company and making sure that everything is done correctly, it can all be a bit of a whirlwind. So when you're trying to get your business off the ground as quickly as possible, and I'm not quite sure if this is true for everybody, but when you're trying to get your business off the ground as quickly as possible, you kind of just want to get the boxes ticked and get it done. And I think when you're rushing through um, those really important first stages, first month, month and a half, you should slow it down. Don't okay. try and cram everything into a week or two. Give okay. everything time. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's kind of almost, you know, in terms of the banking, the solicitors and all of that, it all gets very rushed in the background on your behalf. Um, so I would definitely, looking back now, I would definitely try and slow that down and make sure that everything is done correctly. Um, you know, there was one or two things that I missed in the early stage that I was a bit annoyed about at the beginning. I um, understand, yeah. Because you, yeah. you said you wanted to get it done and get start get started. So yeah. they left a few things. Yeah. Okay. That's very, yeah. very good advice. Yeah. You're going back after, after the fact and you're correcting them. So I would just say, you know, in terms of setting up companies and the, the all of that boring accounting stuff yes, that yeah. I should have known, that I <laughs> that should have love. known, yeah, that I love. Yeah. I left it, I left it in the hands of everybody else while I was concentrating on um, starting the business and getting the first events up and running. And, you know, it, it was rushed. It was rushed. Okay. So slow that okay. part down. But do talk to people as much as possible. Um, bring people into your inner circle. You know, I had my sister and, you know, I could have brought anybody, I suppose, down to to look at the business with me and just look at it from an outsider's point of view. Yeah. Like my sister has no business um, knowledge whatsoever but I suppose trust somebody who knows a good business when they see it yeah Um, yeah and and you know take their advice if they were to turn around if my sister was to turn around and say no and you've got this one wrong I think I would have been inclined to walk away and because you can be a little bit um uh tunnel vision yeah, of course. You know, when yeah, you, have, you wanted you know, it. When you have, yeah. you, I yeah. wanted it. So yeah. I was going to have it one way or the other. Whereas I think it was good to have people come in and advise you a little bit. Um, so somebody that's going to give you honest feedback is very important. Yeah. Not somebody that's yeah. just going to say, go along with you. You need the honest feedback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, and somebody that will take the argument. I think I could have, I could have taken my husband with me, but he probably just would have gone along with it and went, "Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, you know, if this yeah. is what you want to do, go ahead and do it." Whereas yeah. I knew taking my sister, she would have argued it black and blue with me till you know I saw her point of view as well. You know, okay, so that's I think so it's important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's important. Um, and, and I just know talk. You- 
you mentioned earlier that, you know, when you were making this decision, you really only told very, very close family um, mm. until the deal was done. Do you think that was a very important part of the process for you? Do you know, I think the reason I did that, I think we all have this, um, I suppose, built in fear of failure and people knowing that you failed. So yeah. I think I did that as a, as a protective mechanism for me more than okay. Rather to than keep what people it would under say. wraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, people's opinions, I mean, they matter to that person. They don't, you know, whether people think good of you or think bad of you, I think it's important not to waste time on that. That's great. Yeah. So that, that's know. probably what I was getting at there. Was that something that bothers you? So I think it's great that you know that it's not important. Yeah. 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 But for, but for me, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket and say, this is what I was going to do. And then I have to turn around and go and explain to like the more people you tell, the more people you have to explain exactly. to them and say, sorry, yeah. no, I didn't say that. I'm moving on yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah. 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 No, no, that's you know, good. Um, um, that's what I feel. Yeah. Good. About that. Yeah. And would you say, you know, if I was to ask you now, do you feel you are living life on your own terms at the moment? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Very tentatively. I, yeah, I um, am I living my life on my own terms? Yes, I think I am. Would I change a couple of those elements? I think we all would be yeah. truthful. You know, would I go back to the life that I was living? No. Okay. And like funny, actually, it even came up, you know, with the whole pandemic and whether or not my business would ever get up on its, its feet again. Uh, I just immediately said, well, I won't go back to an accountancy life. I, won't, I wouldn't You're step done. back to that. I'm done. So yeah. I think that in itself tells me that, yes, I am living life on my own terms. I love what I do. Um, you know, I'm knee deep in office work all this week. I'm getting ready for my first event next week on Monday. And I cannot wait. Fantastic. I cannot wait yeah. to see the parents and the kids again. Um, you know, so financially, you know, you're, there's no doubt about it. We are worse off financially, but I'm home. I'm with my family most of the time. I can work or choose not to work. Yep. It's a, it's you know, a good position to be in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, it, I'm, I'm very fortunate, to be honest with you. And I am, yeah, I think I am living life on my own terms. I'd like the odd holiday. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> very good, I know. We all More would like sunshine. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. No, that's super. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I, am. I really, really appreciate you coming on. And as I said, we'll put your link for Bricks for Kids up on my website. And, you know, it, it's, it is such a fantastic business. Um, as I said, it, it's, it's really, really good for the kids. And I wish you all the best in future and going ahead, Una. Thank you very much. And congratulations on the podcast as well. Thank you. Thank very you exciting. Very Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you take away some positive steps from it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe for free and tell your friends. If there is anyone's story that you would love to hear, please message me and I'll do my best to interview them. Thanks for listening and for living life on your own terms.